Hello everyone and welcome to the sixth episode of the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name is Stu and I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo. And I'm Misumi, a British-Japanese girl living in Hong Kong. Uh, yeah, so episode six, we've made it this far um, and hopefully we'll be ever so slightly more organised than last week, but still a little bit of disorder going on as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've just double checked it is actually recording, so I think we're good this time. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> and yeah, what an episode. It was a bit of a, it's a bit of a clusterfuck, right? It was like watching a boxing match at times. Yeah, it, the best episode to date. I, you know what, actually, I think too much going on. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you say? I'd, yeah, I'd agree with you because it, it almost felt like if I was counting up the amount of scenes that we just watched, there weren't that many, but packed the amount of action sort of packed into each of those scenes, you know, there was there, probably out of all the episodes that we've had so far, there was more scenes with the entire crew or at least sort of five of them all interacting with each other on some level uh, mm. than we've seen the whole season. So it almost, yeah, I think you'd, I'd agree, it did seem pretty busy at times. Yeah, I mean, there was that scene when they were all watching uh, the first episode together. That was so cringy. Mm. I cringed. And then there was that bit. There was that bit when they were in the table together. And then they were all, every single one of them were like, oh, where's Kenny? Where's Kenny? Where's Kenny? Um, yeah, there was lots of scenes with them all together. And then it was the rooftop scene. And um, yeah, the the host, um, you had said, I can't believe this all happened in a week. Mm, absolutely. Um, okay, just before we start getting into that, because it was a fucking meaty episode, uh, we just got to say thanks to everyone that's been getting involved in Twitter. Um, if you haven't followed or got involved yet, please uh, follow us at Terrace House TKO. Um, shout out to everyone who got involved in my Twitter poll about was Kenny wanking in the in the room. <laughs> uh, we still we still don't have a decisive answer, but I'm still really really intrigued what the hell was going on there. So. If we ever do get to meet uh, Kenji, aka Kenny, then that's going to be my first question. Um, and yeah, it's, <laughs> do you it's even really... know how to say that in Japanese? Stu, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> do you know? All right, I've got a Japanese lesson tomorrow, so I'm going to teach you what. How do I say? Were you wanking in the cupboard? Yeah, do, I've um, got a Japanese lesson uh, in 27 minutes, so I will. Uh, I can ask as well. I'll do it from a female point of view. Okay. <laughs> if anyone needs help with that, then let us know. But um, yeah, we really appreciate everyone that's been sort of sending us really nice messages and it's nice to know people are listening. So um, thanks to you guys. But before we get fully into the episode, we've got to speak to um, our friend Andy, who is now been dubbed our official arts correspondent after he went to visit the Foxco exhibition for us. Uh, and Andy's actually, uh, Andy's actually a bit of our man on the ground because he's actually told us him and his girlfriend Sakina also tipped us off where the house was, which I went to visit the other day, uh, which is pretty uh, unassuming. But um, yeah, let's have a little word with Andy just to get his, get his take on how the Foxco exhibition at Paddler's Cafe went. That's it. Thanks, thanks for... Arts correspondent. Perfect, mate. Thanks, thanks for chatting to us today. Um, and yeah, in particular, we wanted to get your take on the, the, the Foxco exhibition, which you checked out last week, right? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, it's in a like hipster cafe, I guess not too far from Shima Kitazawa. Mm. It was, yeah, it was nice. Got a postcard. Uh, yeah, pretty nice. So what was actually in the exhibition? Was it, is it just her stuff, right? It's a solo thing. 
Uh, yeah, there was like a few, there was like four, three or four walls of like uh, different illustrations. Mm. So obviously she's an illustrator. And then she had like a attendant and I think herself maybe at some point giving out postcards sort of as a bit of PR. Mm. Um, and it's just sort of a side part of this um, quite popular cafe. So I think she chose well. It's a good destination um, to get some PR out. Nice. Yeah. So what, Andy, what was your, what was the main takeout? Yes. What was the art saying to you? <laughs> I would say, uh, yeah, she's a very creative person. I'm not exactly sure what she meant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. You could see... I think there was some stuff with like dogs um, and like people, looks like people playing chess or something. Yeah, very, very artistic. Um, I have a question. How many people were there yeah. that were pretending like they weren't Terrace House fans? So a bit like what Stu would probably be doing if he went himself where he was just... Hey, <laughs> Uh, I think it was actually mostly people just sort of walking past. So like, oh, there's this extra exhibition. I don't, I don't think it was like people who specifically went there, like myself, just because I live nearby, <laughs> to see it. Um, there was like, yeah, mostly people just ordering coffee as usual. But it's a pretty popular cafe. Well, so was anything good. on sale? Did you see any little red red um, circle dots on the uh, paintings? No, uh, not. That oh, I so know it was of, just probably no. like an exhibition. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. Was she yeah. was she there in person signing things? Uh no, not the day that that I was there. But I saw I follow her on Instagram. Good <laughs> she man. was there previously, like I think on the few days before. Yeah. Okay, cool. interesting. Well, make sure right. you send yeah, that yeah. picture to Stu. He's already sent it. He's yeah. on it. Arts correspondent. You're a big fan. Had, is it carry carry your favourite shoe? Um. Mm, I think Kenny's my favourite right now. Difficult to say. Fair enough. But Fair yeah, enough. who's Andy? Who's your favourite? Who do you like? I would I would say Carrie. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah, just because she's probably the most humble mm. and sh- sort of like shy one. Mm. She's like she's not shy. She's not shy. Popularity. She's not shy. She's, well, okay, give us, I give just us said that three times. That was just so weird. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a broken record. Um, she, she's quietly confident. She's okay. Yeah. There. Maybe that's she, what I There's like. so much in like, and you know what? When you look at her Instagram and you scroll really far, she does lines. lots of modelling. <laughs> that's never like. Yeah. That's never been said. That's never a shy no, person. No, it's never a shy person. It's just yeah, like, yeah. she's definitely way cooler, way like outlandish than the kind of mumsy vibe she gave episode one, you know? She's coming more and more into shy. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. like, have you watched the most recent episode? That green dress was yeah. like popping. Like, I saw that dress and I was like, that dress is amazing. Boom. Right? Now mm. she's like, she's, yeah, yeah. she's really showing her. She's not like this dowdy girl wearing like big clothes. She's cool. Mm. I really like her. Yeah, I think she'll take some model. I think she'll take some modeling gigs. Definitely after. Of course, she she, those eyebrows will it's pay for come. itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you speak to people, quite often and more often than not, she's the one that gets picked out as the favorite. So it'll be interesting to see how her character progresses. But also, you know, is is she going to be able to sustain it? We never know. Like a bit like uh, Taco in the last series. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of like 
he looked good and then towards the end he just sort of looked a bit weak yeah 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 well yeah he was sort of like the old dad in the house <laughs> he aged by about 10 years in the space of like four weeks or something <laughs> just like yeah. chasing young girls yeah, yeah. yeah that was a bit of a creepy uh, creepy chain of events but we'll see we'll maybe a 14 year old will uh, tempt Carrie away from uh, popularity that she's got at the moment we'll see Sounds good. All right, mate. Well, Andy, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show and be agreeing to be the official head of arts and culture for us. We'll, uh, yes, mate. As soon as Kenny gets his exhibition of Women by the Sea, and uh, yes. we'll, we'll get you out there. All right. And and I'm gonna come back yeah, in. I'm coming good. to Japan um, properly, or I'm coming back next week, next month for Fuji Rock. But I'm coming back in September, and when we do, we should do a Terrace House Tokyo podcast members drinking party. Sounds good. Yes. And we can do that in front of the actual terrace house. Yes. <laughs> every time you see it, every time you see a <laughs> cast member, you have to down your drink. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Great. All Street right, mate. Bought me, Thanks so Street much. bought me right. these binoculars. Have a good, so, um, have a good night, guys. They'll come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, dude. All right. Have a good night. Bye Take bye. care, mate. Night, night. Oh, yes, Bye-bye. All right. Thanks so much to Andy for letting us know how the show went. Um, so, let's... Masumi, let's dive into the show because it was a bit of a clusterfuck. It was a bit of a boxing match. Um, at, at times, it was we had so many people on screen doing sort of side eye or looking at what other, someone else is doing. It's difficult to keep track of what's going. So let's just run through it character by character. So Haruka had an awful lot to do this week, right? She was in it from the off in terms of going on her sort of date with Shohei, golf golf session I feel like her ass almost became a seventh uh, character of the show like there were so many shots of her like swinging for a ball or just a close up as she was doing it it's... It, it was I think there was one point when I think the director I mean the person that was filming it he did it and it was almost meant to be trying to come off from the point of Shohei as if Shohei was checking out the ass, right <laughs> But it was so out of place. Do you know that one shot? It was so out of place. It actually made me feel really annoyed. And I kind yeah. of felt like, unless it's like a Kim Kardashian or like a Nicki Minaj or like, you know, like out of the three of them. Oh my God, I'm objectifying again, aren't I? But out of the dive three in, of them. Dive in, plow through. Out of the three of them, Risico and Kauri, I think, have booties, right? Like, I think what we saw, um, correct me if I'm wrong, does Haruka have a booty or does she just have like a post like she just has like a posterior? She's got a bum that would have done well in the UK in the 90s. Yeah, it's not a booty, you know, it's not it's not like it was like, why are you um, zooming up on that? No, I was too busy watching the golf, which was really exciting. <laughs> Why the fuck you... did they go all the way around to Disneyland to play golf? There's like a golf well, did place they go right all the way around to Disney to... Did they really? How do you know that there's a golf course right now? I've played right golf at Mega Row Golf Centre and it's a lot of fun. So it just doesn't have the fancy golf things that like has a little ball that lifts up like they had. Uh, but didn't they go all the... They didn't go all the way to Disneyland because then they went to get ramen in Mega Row, didn't they? They've got a car. They can piss around. Okay, well... I think they did anyway. Well, yeah, I thought that was a really cute scene. But who are we talking about again? Haruka, yeah. You mentioned yeah. her butt, not me. And uh, okay. I just want to say that actually, God, she's, I warmed to her this episode. Shock. I, can you believe it? I did. 
There was one what? particular moment where she got me. Talk to me. Why Why did she warm to you? That scene when she was in this... I loved the fact that when Risico was doing this whole thing about, oh, what about the 18th? Like, oh, are you okay? Like, she was trying to make it more of a thing of, oh, you didn't just try and, like... We didn't just... You know, you didn't just cancel on our date, dinner, dinner plans, just so that I could go for lunch with Kenny, right? Hmm. The way that Haruka, rather than being like, no, I'm going to actually not give them space the way she was like i'm just gonna take a bath it actually made me think wow all these times she's always come across as maybe a bit insecure in the way that she's very like oh um this person's getting more attention than me i've got to take the attention back but she started doing this thing where she was finding it easy to just leave a situation right mm. that was different wasn't that different from You're the right. way she and plays maybe- it other times and she started doing that a lot this episode where she wasn't trying to like counteract. She was so comfortable just to walk away. And then she sat there and she said, oh, I feel a bit bad. Like actually showing that she had consideration for another person and saying, I feel really bad. You know, if I think about it from Risiko's point of view, that made me feel like, wow, you, okay, you are not actually a self-centered person. But then she killed it for me, right? A bit where then she manipulated clearly Kauri and said, can you come with me? Oh, could you come with me to the rooftop? Do you think that you can, you know? That was completely, I think, manipulative. And then it happened and then she became Haruka again. So what I'm trying to say is Haruka warmed me and I was in there and then she just quickly just lost it for me again. But but I feel better about her more than I did last week. She did seem to show a little bit more vulnerability, whether it was real or not. And for sure, it you know, seeing yourself on that screen for the first time, whether you're aware of it, whether you're getting, you know, thousands of ads on Instagram and things like that, actually seeing what other people are seeing, you know, is probably going to have a change on your behaviour. So maybe it was a case that that impacted how she was feeling and then you know maybe she sort of went back to her old ways but i did think you know we saw an awful lot of haruka this this episode and it was interesting to see that she sort of said that she was set on kenny because it seemed like she had quite a nice date with luca even though she sort of bowled in there with some some serious questions which i don't know i wouldn't you don't often see sober people asking that 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 sort of pointed question at someone about who they like i just found the whole thing just too weird it, it, there was so we're probably going to jump onto kenny now right in a way where because i want to talk about those two it's like when when haruka said yeah because i find it really interesting talking to him oh it was so fun i'm just like why are the editors not showing that because all they showed us was her looking very um uninterested right even trindle had mentioned it saying wow she seemed like she wasn't interested at all in kenny does do men not even realize that uh when a girl's not interested right Mm. so that happened and then there was a bit of conversation about how haruka was saying oh you know the good morning bit it got i think it got brought up about two times about the fact that you know when they have this interaction is good morning it's it's apparently amazing right 
Mm. They don't show any of that. So there's a lot of interactions with Kenny, with Risiko and Kenny, like when Risiko was saying, oh, when Kenny's in the house, I feel like, oh, yay. Like, they don't even show that, which I found it um, a bit frustrating because they just fed this to us, didn't they? As if, like, now we've just got to believe that Risiko fancies Kenny. We've just got to believe that Haruka fancies Kenny too. But it's just I didn't show any of that. I feel like this this episode was a real rewiring of who seems to be into who, and um, you know I think one of the, someone off uh, Reddit had like drawn a map of who's into who, and with sort of these different wires connecting each other, and that's completely sort of been thrown into disarray with people saying they liked each other, like you know suddenly Risiko is into Kenny after like literally having one interaction last week, which felt almost like it was just bolted on. Um, and you know, once again, Haruko, who seems set on competing with Risiko for Ruka, has now switched her attentions to Kenny as well. So it feels really difficult to track who's into who. And also, half the time, I don't know about you, but it feels like it's difficult to believe actually what they're actually saying because of who they're speaking to. So whether it's sort of uh, Haruka being completely honest with Kaori because it seems like Kaori herself might be interested in Kenny, but she's saying she's interested in Shohei. So it's difficult to track because currently we haven't really had mm. anyone interact with anyone except the people within the house. You know, we haven't had those scenes where, you know, obviously Haruka might have talked to her old, like, you know, her 72-year-old Rod's Motors mates and things like that, but we haven't had the sort of proper down-to-earth chat where someone's not just talking to their boss outside the well, house, which is sort of where people tend to be a bit more honest. I find it very interesting that Haruka and Risiko have been pitted as um, rivals, right? But you could mm. see, I don't know whether you saw it in this way too, but when they had that chat in the kitchen where um, Haruka was saying to Kaori, oh, you know, um, just then when we were watching that episode back, like it became clear that like, you know, maybe like we're overlapping, we had the same taste, right? But mm. what was so interesting is that Kaori had said, initially, yeah, I thought Shohei was the most attractive, I'm kind of understanding Kenny more, right? I feel like when Haruka was talking to Kaori about Risiko, Haruka was clearly also sending a message to Kaori, right? Hmm. About, I know we overlap too. And then the thing that she, that got glossed over, which this is why I love Shohei, because I think Shohei is so honest. It's like even the Reddit, that little thing that someone at Twitter, someone on Twitter sent you, um, it said that Shohei has stopped trying to pursue Kaori because she started he started realizing that Kaori liked Kenny and vice versa right when mm. Haruka was talking to Kenny well no sorry when Haruka was talking to Shohei about the whole situation about who likes who and that's really awkward when Shohei went oh yeah because you know Kaori likes Kenny and then her eyes did you see that yeah her eyes just went what what are you talking no no I like Kenny like what and then she just completely just started talking about the Risiko and her thing again but I think that was such a poignant point like in a way where it's actually Kaori looks like she's helping Haruka to get Kenny right and Haruka and Risiko are pitted out to be the rivals but actually I think Kaori is the the the, the bigger threat really I was interested I thought Kaori, when she got asked directly, would she just open up and say, yeah, I'm into Kenny? And you know what? Maybe she's not, but it feels like she's got a really good vibe with both Shohei and Kenny. Um, I think she's just not bothered. Yeah, I mean, 
the thing is, it's like, one, she seems to have a really good relationship with Kenny, which seems like there's a natural attraction there, and two, Shohei just seems like a nice guy to get on with. Like, it's, you know, no one's, he's not really rubbing anyone up the right way, even Haduka, who they had a, an initial disagreement with about how you should live your life. They mm. seem to be getting on pretty well now. I really um, liked him in that episode. I think he's, you know, I know you're going to ask me this question anyway, but he was like, my fave. Who's your fave? Yeah, because he's, you know. So who do we think he's interested in? Because he's kind of, he's he's gone to play golf with Haruka. He's obviously gone on a few dates and says he's into um, Kaori. Hasn't seen so much interaction with Risako. Who's 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 Shohei into? I think Shohei's probably into Kaori. Uh, and starting to think about Haruka. I think it's safe to say no one's interested in Risiko anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so sad. Because even when... I know that we're talking about Shohei right now, but when the whole... How sad was it when they were in that room? And I think Risiko is an absolute babe, but it was like... Haruka and Ruka were like, oh yeah, he's cute, he's cute. And then Shohei was like, yeah, like Kaori. Then Kaori had said, yeah, Shohei. And no one said Risiko, right, from the guys. And it was a bit of a burn. I love that whole scene though. It was so oh, good just so seeing cringe. them like. But when Shohei was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go now," and then the all boys left, so cringy. Yeah, but just like that's five weeks. I mean, in sort of terrace house time, that's five weeks away. You're just like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, so much has happened, which is kind of great. From the off, a lot of shit has happened, and but but it even feels like I don't know. The journey hasn't even come so far, but they've all, they've packed an awful lot of um, in into it, and you know what most of it's been positive like there hasn't been you know that many sort of like awful things happen or people falling out or sort of bitchiness or you know there's been no awful things there's been no awful things but when Risiko Takui was right when when Risiko sees this episode she will feel like Kaori has sided over Mm, mm. Um, Haruka but in all fairness when have you ever seen Kaori and Risiko even having a conversation together? Properly? I think, yeah. I I guess Kaori feels like the biggest pivot point in terms of the girls, That just in terms of uh, an easy person to talk to. She's like the female Shohei. I loved I guess, it when um, Haruka went, oh God, that's a bit... What, what did she say when she said, do you think I'm being a bit much or something? Oh yeah, and Carol was just like, right. yeah, oh yeah, am I being territorial? And she's like, they're short. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, yeah, you say it, girl. Like, yeah, I mean that's great because it doesn't even show like she's um, pulling any punches in that sense. But I do feel like, I don't know. I was surprised when she said that she was just into Shohei and wasn't into Kenny at all. I wondered whether that was just her. Oh, I think didn't she not say that she was interested? She said, "I'm starting to get to know Kenny more." Yeah. Yeah. She said but... that. I felt didn't she say that she was interesting Shohei overall don't you think no she did at the beginning but she said naturally attracted she's naturally attracted to him but do you not think Kauri is so smart that she knows that the moment she says oh yeah I'm into Kenny she will know that Haruka's like peacock I think Kauri's so smart she's just 
she has the confidence that if her and Kenny are going to get together and they're going to have a thing, they'll ha- it'll happen organically. Like, she doesn't need to get into this. And all the while, while Haruka and Lissika are playing this game of who can get Kenny's attention more, Kaori's going to go in there as the underdog and just, like, kill it. Mm-hmm. I it's think, a, they're, I think... they're a distraction. For sure. All right, so, Masumi, if you had to bet a 1,000 yes. yen... Yeah. Who's going to put part of themselves in someone else first? What's your bet? A part of them in someone else first? Yeah. Out of everyone? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean... I would say Risiko... Oh, no, but... <laughs> I would say Risiko would probably be... If Kenny was into Risico, then yeah. But no, I don't think anyone's going to get it on. Do you actually even feel like anyone's going to get it on? Uh, it's going to be Kenny and Haruka. Shohei and Kaori. Nah. Nah. No way. Kenny and Haruka, if anyone, they'll get it on. But it won't Ken- last. That's stuff in stuff, right? No, it might last, but Kenny clearly finds Haruka attractive. Another thing, let's talk about Ruka. He, it was for me, this episode, he, you know, I was repping him the most, right? I really liked him. After this episode, he really fell off the grid for me in the same way he fell off the grid for Haruka and Risiko. Didn't he for you? It was like, I don't know what it was about him, but that wet look with his hair and that shirt I instantly felt like well, that's not him why is he doing that why is he wearing that like does, did he always wear that or is that just a weird thing that he's wearing and then when uh, we had seen for so long that he had this more macho adult personality with Risiko when he was having that food the really tasty steak with Haruka as soon as like Haruka started doing like this Spanish Inquisition thing she just he just became so shy right and became like a boy and then I felt like at that moment, the glass shattered and the illusion of Ruka being actually like quite precocious, being more mature for his age, just shattered. Yeah. I, I think... felt sad about it. It's like he just lost it for me. I feel like, yeah, because there's such a distance in the way that he interacts with Risiko compared to Haruka, it does feel like he lacks authenticity in that way. Mm. So when he's acting one way to more of an extreme it just doesn't there's something that seems a bit off with it plus I just wasn't down with the wet look generally but. I was not down with that I just oh I mean I, I don't know what it was it just made me feel like so greased up yeah pattern shirt and, and wet look maybe wasn't wasn't way we should have just stuck with some simple black denim shirt off eagle tattoo bleeding nostril you really wanted if him to be smoking a bifter as well didn't you because that's days. what you thought that's what you thought the grass is always greener meant oh uh, yeah we haven't done the predictions who did you who did you bet against I can't remember yeah I don't think we got it anyway alright the new bet is hang on who are you going with you're going with no I think Haruka I texted to you yeah the new bet is Haruka and Kenny yeah for sure if any then no one's going to get it on alright I'm going with Shohei and Cody and it's going to be a it's going to be a beautiful thing really 
Oh, uh, yeah, I do actually have something to talk that I want to talk about. Talk to me. The f- hosts. Yeah. Oh my god, and that special right at the end, it just it was amazing. Like you you didn't watch it properly, did you? That special bit. Don't, don't tell everyone that. Just No, on, but tell me what it's all right. We're only meant to be commentators of the actual episode with the people. Sorry. All right. I really I didn't liked mean it. To. No, but it was so good. It was um they did that announcement because Yamachan got married, right? Mm. And then I didn't I know you told me that he'd got her like within 2 months, but I didn't realize it until like I saw that that actually he'd married this woman after 2 months. And uh they did this thing where obviously because they know they've got uh western fans they did this thing of like oh i'm like a playboy now and it was just so funny the whole thing and the way they played up then the way they played up to it as if do you remember when sunset beach did you ever watch sunset beach no when sunset beach was on channel four five and when it um cancelled it got cut off there was like a helpline of oh if anyone's like uh, really sad about it ending then please call this helpline so a bit of it felt like you know, just for anyone that's really worried that Yamachan now he's married, he's going to stop playing the innocent, like, virgin, uh, love-hating guy. It it felt like they were just trying to reassure everyone. But it was so hilarious, like, so comical. And I thought, I just loved Terrace House tenfold because of that bit. Mm. You have to watch it again. It's nice that they addressed that, because obviously everyone over here knows about it and... I'm sure quite a lot of people watching in the UK or the States or wherever have got that bit of news just from online. So yeah, it's nice he, that they sort of messed around with it. And, and he, yeah. he said something really poignant. It was so beautiful. I actually thought I was going to cry. He said that if it wasn't... Yamachan sincerely like bowing down was like, if it wasn't for Terrace House, I would never have met her. Because he said, and I don't know whether it's true or not, but I really think it's true. And my intuition is quite hot. She, he said... Yeah, she was a fan of Terrace House and like we started having dinner because she wanted to know inside stuff. And then um, Shochan apparently had done loads of roles with her and he was kind of like the matchmaker. Good. He's gone up in my estimations even more. He's, he's a quiet Isn't that, quiet isn't that beautiful? It's great. Give him more credit. But it's just like, there's a... I just find it so beautiful. It's like the first Terrace House like marriage. Mm, true, true, true. You're obviously not a sentimental. I just, I, I was actually pretty much like jumping up and down from the sofa when I was watching that <laughs> like, yesterday. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm more warmed by the idea that that Shortan and and Yamachan just hang out outside of work. I like the idea of they, them going for a drink and having a proper like chat rather than. Shochan just not saying anything and Yamachan hogging hogging all the camera time. I think we're definitely going to meet those guys at some point. We're I only a so few too. steps away. Yeah. <laughs> you might get married um, to Trindle. We'll see. Uh, yeah, message us Trindle. <laughs> Terrace House. Um, Terrace House TKO. TKO. There's, well, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about because you always ask about the outfits. I loved Talk the. I loved what they were wearing, that denim dress that Haruka was wearing on the date with uh, Luca. How nice was that? That was good, actually. Yeah. So good, so, and then yeah, just so good. That green dress by Kauri, amazing, and that cute little hat and dungarees combo from Risico. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't really like. 
I decided I don't really like girls in hats unless they're sort of like like a fedora style. I was thinking about this when everyone was wearing caps this episode. I'm just not really into girls in hats. Sorry if you're, you're a not, girl in a hat. You're not captivated by the beauty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, she was a bit sort of uh, boy band circa 2001. A bit me. East 17, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit Westlife. Um, but yeah, I think everyone was looking a little bit better. They were, yeah. Um, but yeah, Barbara Town was wearing the same outfit, so I'm not going to ask you about what you thought about her because you slammed it again. You know what? I loved it when Tokoyo was like, but I'm a hit with the ladies. Like, I will be, uh, I'm a hundred times like cooler than you and like better looking. I think I fancy Tokoyo, you know. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I never like. I've never liked Japanese guys uh, in real life, um, but on TV, I'm a sucker for them. Mm. I don't I know what it is. I way around a vagina as well. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Talking right. about vaginas, it's now 11.42pm for Japan time. Alright, so before we wrap up, so the next episode's called Woman to Treat and Woman to Split the Check. Is that yes. right? Yes. Right. It's going to be about the fact that Kaori treated Kenny for burgers. So and Kenny treated treat Kaori. Vagina. Oh, no. no, no. Woman to Treat and Woman to Split the Check. Probably talking about maybe like he probably feels like he has to treat Hadaka, right? Whoever's going on a date. Maybe Kenny. But then mm. um, I don't know what that is about, but Alright, so who's the... Okay, hang on. Maybe there's two different women. I'm going to go for the women to treat is... Kenny's going to... Kenny's treating Haruka, but splitting the check with Kaori, because she's more down-to-earth. So he's just working out which sort of woman he wants to go for. Is it someone he wants to spoil, or someone he wants to share with? Uh, That's my prediction. You want my prediction too? Are you going to give an incredibly vague one like you did last week? No, I didn't want to do a prediction because actually he should definitely not split the check with Kauri because he Kauri paid for that hamburger. Mm, okay. Go power. And I feel like it should say women to treat, like, or the woman to treat. This is like a terrible title, women to treat and women to split the check. Do you not think? It sounds like a reggae tune, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like Bob Marley. Um, yeah. But right, episode well, we'll seven, see. I'm really looking forward to it already. I'm so excited. And I promise, I promise and promise we'll be better prepared next time as well. And we'll edit it quicker, won't we, Stu? I mean, I don't do the editing, but you will, <laughs> won't you? Yeah, this will be up on Friday night, I think. Late Friday night. Late Friday night? God. I'm going running tomorrow. All okay. right. I'm joking. Thank you so much, Masumi. Uh, Thank it's you been so good chatting, much. and let's chat next week, all right? Bye bye, Oyasumi. Oyasumi, bye bye.